Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Back. It's Friday. Hope you have some weekend plans in store. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And uh, Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. All right, Donnie. Yeah. I know you're going to... Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a Friday, so... Friday. Time for My Talk's ripoff of the new game show, Beat Beat Shazam. Oh, the dread in Lori's voice when she said that. I know. I don't even think Shazam is on the air anymore. I think it already got canceled. It's been... No, no, no. No, no. It It was renewed. Oh, it was renewed midway through, Lori. It's got a second season coming right at you. Nice try, though, Lori. All right. Let's see. Stop remind us again. The artist, the song Okay, because you've been moaning and whining... Complaining. Okay. I'm glad that's working. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you a chance, uh, Lori and Holly. This time we'll have you guess the artist. All right. The artist who sings the songs. Who is singing this song? Oh, we know this. The guess who? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes, the guess who? The guess who? The original version of American Woman, later covered by whom, Lori? Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. That's right. Okay. Let's move into the 80s. How about this one? Broken wings. Oh, who the hell is Holly. I don't know who it is, I'll be honest. It's, it's a one hit wonder. Uh, two hits. Two hits? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God. They had a oh, double name. Mr. Mister? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Holly. Mr. Mister. I needed the hint. I needed the clue, so though. Good. Because we knew the song. Yes. We knew okay. it was the 80s. We were having an 80s flashback. Yeah, what the hell happened to Mr. Mister? I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, this one should be relatively easy. This is how we do yeah, it. Who sang it? Um, this is... Um, Six, Lori's pumping it out. Oh, pumping it out. Oh, Six, Jordan. Is that who it is? This is yes, how Montel we do Jordan. It. I would never have known Montel that. Montel Jordan. Oh, that was a. He's six eight. Oh my Montel. gosh! Really? That, was, that yeah. is that is a sign that'll still get your party going. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. How about this one? Nineties. Is it TLC? You're close. You're close. You're close. Close. No. 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 Get right closer. Letter. Right beginning letter. Yeah. All right, Holly. You know it. I do know it, what surprisingly. It? Who is yeah. it? In Vogue. In Vogue. Oh, in but it Vogue. was in Vogue after one of them left. Yeah. Left. Well, I, it doesn't matter. It was Hold on. I love that In Vogue song. All right. I saved this for last. You're three to one. This is, this is the hardest one. All right. Oh, but I remember playing this on the radio in the 80s. All right. It's, here we go. Oh, my God. I hated this song. When it came on, I would turn the channel yeah. It's, a, it's a two two things in the name. Brian Adams? No. no. 
this a one hit wonder? Yeah, yes, they yeah. were one hit wonder. Holly, any idea? No. no. Oh, I, I, was, I can't even think of anything clever. Yeah. What was it? I don't even know what that song was. Uh, waiting for waiting for a, played, a star to fall. It was played endlessly. It, waiting oh, yes. for a 84, star 85, to fall. No, 88, 89, somewhere in there. That hey, was One Hit Wonder, Boy Meets Girl. Oh, oh yeah, Boy Meets Girl. Boy Meets Girl. girl. Oh, a bad band name. <laughs> <laughs> and there were two people in the now, group, a boy and, and a girl. That is one yeah. of those One Hit Wonders <laughs> that has slipped through the cracks of time. Yeah. And <laughs> no <laughs> one ever wants to hear and it no, again no, because well, we okay. got so sick of it. <laughs> you are exactly right, It doesn't Lori. even get played on the 80s station. No. no. Or the no, oldie really station. Don't. Because that the oldie, yeah. Lori... I had a moment. Did I tell you my oldie station moment? No. All right. What so, song was playing that made you go, what? <laughs> they played. Now, this happened maybe last fall. I was sitting in my car, just flipping through things. And the oldie, oldies, oldies, Lori, played Soak Up the Sun by Cheryl Crow, which was wow. released in 2002. Oh, my gosh. I have no memory of that song. 2002. So it's, I'm going to soak up the sun. Oh, okay. Yeah, you now know. it sounds somewhat familiar, despite your terrible I know. Anyway, sorry, everybody. <laughs> a song from the 2000s. Oh, is my gosh. Oldie. It's an yeah, oldie. It's an oldie. Wow, we're, we're that's amazing. Oh, that's there. amazing. All right, well... You know, Sean Mendez is uh, big, big hopes are pinned on him for being somebody who can maybe move some actual whole albums. Yes. And he and Charlie Puth both have albums, I think, coming out this spring. So Sean. I always get them confused. Well, Sean Mendez is younger than. um, He's teenager, you know what I mean? 18, 19. Charlie Puth is in his at least like 23 or 24. And Charlie broke first. He was around before Sean Mendez, I think, because he was a Vine star, Sean Mendez. Yes. Rest in peace, Vine. Yeah, then you Rest in peace, Vine. So he's got a a new single called In My Blood, and it's his first new music since his album from two years ago, but this is going to be on his new album. Let's take a listen. I like it too. It goes someplace. It goes, he, has, okay. he has some emotion in the chorus, yeah, which is refreshing. There's some rocking. There's a rock edge yes, to it, not so ballad. Yeah, and it's charging forward. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. Okay, I'm here. I'm here for you, Sean Mendes, and you're Shawn in Mendes. my blood. We give that the big thumbs up. Uh, if you were going to Montreal this weekend to see Pink, she is still battling the bad virus that she has had. Man, she is. she was here at the Super Bowl. She had it when she played. The XL so when she two came back. Ago, and she sounded great or whatever. But uh, yeah, apparently they just keep passing the virus along. Uh. She and her kids and her husband. And they just have been a roundy round of sick. Poor Pink. I know she didn't get on the amoxicillin right away. No, so she, they just keep swapping it. Well, you're right, because she has young kids, and the kids are there, and then, yeah. oh, well, get well, Pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, how do you feel about this? David Cassidy's ex-girlfriend demands 15000 from his estate for an unpaid loan. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Mara. Uh, I would, I would, yeah. She yeah. loaned the money. In the first place to him, he did file bankruptcy and... Um, he had a lot of money problems towards the end yeah, of his life. Did. And so he I did. get it. She's just going through the proper channels to get her stuff back. All right. Very good. <sighs> Listen, when we come back, we are going... We've got um, random thoughts and we might continue with some random music thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. 
He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's National Puppy Day, and it may be the only thing that can unite our country. Oh, <laughs> National Puppy Day. Aww. So cute. Aww. So, so cute. The random things that we posted for you is the corgi that's running for student president at here, the here. Here, university. Here. I love corgis. Uh, Michigan, I think. University. At the University yeah. of Michigan, the corgi is running corgi. for stu- <laughs> student body president. Yeah. So you can take a look at that. Uh, you can watch Will Smith and Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Will Smith was on... Last night with Fallon, and they did their favorite TV theme songs. And, of course, he did, you know, Fresh Prince, Fresh of, Prince of Bel Air. Of course. So, so good. And we did post, uh, you know, the skirt that Meghan Markle was wearing a couple days ago. She just looks so lovely. So you can get it for yourself. I'm sure it's already sold out. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. but don't worry about it. It is. And also Brad Pitt at age 23 in a photo shoot that we have never seen before. Really? Which I want to know how it is that we could have never seen I don't know. Just like That's what they said. Well, of course, look at all the Marilyn Monroe photos that well, have popped up. Well, think about over the all years. the things that Brad Pitt probably did, did as a young up and coming actor, actor struggling, posing. posing for people who knows, you know, what kind of deals were done yeah. posing for those pictures. I mean, he was dressed up as a pickle or That's, whatever. Well, he dressed up like El Pollo, El Pollo Loco Chicken. Okay, I have. I feel like I've seen this picture with the tennis racket. All right, I'm going to look All at right. it because it's. Oh look, just... there he is, casual by a computer. Oh, there he is. Oh look, there's there he is with a puppy for National Puppy Day. Puppy Day. I knew there had We've to be. We've got half a set of abs, and also, oh, there he is with his ten speed bicycle. Like you do. So obviously these were all taken around the same time. Yeah. The one with the tennis racket is just tragic. <laughs> it's just. I mean, this, this is eight so ladies. 80s. It's so realness. 80s. Here he is. I'm playing far, Frogger and I'm looking very hunky right now. And then all, oh, they're like cute old school headshots and he has a mullet. Oh, bless his heart. Look at his six pack. I mean, not, not too shabby. Not too shabby. <laughs> he did look like somebody who's kind of, you know, just, uh. Looking for someone to notice them and cast them and do something fun with them. The striped pants are tragic. <laughs> the striped pants are just... Lori, it was many yeah. moons ago. It was. I yeah. know. I love them with him playing, yeah, the Frogger, the the arcade machine that was is now vintage. Yes, yeah. very much so. I don't even remember Frog, Frogger. Oh, really? It, Frogger oh, is where yeah. you try to hop across the street yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, without yeah, yeah. getting hit by I a car. I was all about Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man. Those were my games. Oh, that is a stressful game. I tried playing Donkey Kong recently. I was at Up Down, the place in Uptown that has vintage video yeah. games. That game is hard as heck, <laughs> and it is stressful. <laughs> It really is. Okay. I mean, the wheelbarrows are coming at you. And then yeah. also, I think also the stressfulness of a lot of the vintage video games is their unresponsiveness. Like you're very used to, like if you're playing video games now, they're, they're so responsive to the way that your fingers move. So you have to like time your yeah. jump out so that you can get over the wheelbarrow. And it's not intuitive to when you would ma- execute that jump. And so it's very, it's very hard. It's very stressful. I just okay. kind of let you know. Right. Anyways, that's a cool place. Although I asked the bros, at up down when you're do not hog the teenage mutant ninja turtles game okay do not hog 
You have to take turns. That is video game. Is that etiquette. like the most popular game? Yeah, or is that the one and that's that the, the one. And, well, and that was the one that was fun growing up. Is that you would get a bunch of kids at the arcade, and then you would play Teenage Ninja Turtles, but then you'd tag out because you would have you know go back and forth a yeah, little bit, right? And it's yeah, a team effort, sure. man. The bros yeah, hog all the games. The bros. No, I'm serious, Donnie. It was a sausage <laughs> how, how fest the at the up down. Oh, probably like mid twenties. Yeah, uh, but it was okay. a total sausage fest, and I was like, you need to let <laughs> some of the <laughs> around the Ninja Turtles game. You need to let some of the ladies come in and play because we't very good at video games don't yeah. underestimate us please very dexterous. all right well you know getting back to the national puppy day the woman who started it started it to promote dog adoption that's how that Aww. ever got got going and really Instagram and Twitter is just full of really really cute my mom must be going crazy today because that's her favorite thing is to tweet or to do Facebook photos of um dogs mm. and puppies and puppies. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of cute listeners on our Facebook page, the My Talk 1071 Facebook mm-hmm. page. People have been sharing puppies. Yes. And there's the staff puppies up there. Oh my gosh, I want a golden retriever puppy. I they guess one of adorable. the most popular oh, do- that size. Yeah, one of the most popular <laughs> dog Twitter accounts is at dog rates. They have like seven million people following it. Dog rates is great. They've created yeah. their own dog language. Yeah. Doggos. Doggos? Doggos. Doggos. <laughs> So even NASA got in on the puppy love today. NASA did? Yes, they did. How so? Just tweeting a photo of a puppy in oh, space. A, you know, a as puppy one in does. Space. Okay, as, there yeah. I, I am on Nature is Amazing right now, and there is I think this might be a husky Pomeranian, but it's so cute I'm gonna puke. Oh. I like literally I'm gonna puke looking at these dogs. They're, They're so, so adorable. Cute. I believe the first animal in space back in the with the Russians was a dog. Was a dog. A dog. Yes. Not but, the monkey. Not the monkey. It was a dog. The Russians, I think, sent the dog up. You're, I think you're right, Donnie. Yeah. Jeez. All right. How about this? That, Would you guys, this is an American food company, Bose Fine Foods. They've invented, and you can buy it soon at a store near you, sliced ketchup. What? If you love ketchup, but you don't like the sogginess that it makes to the bun or the bread... Uh. And it sounds monstrous, but I guess it's all natural, preservative-free. And the gal who came up with sliced ketchup, Emily was working with one of her father's recipes for barbecue sauce, which called for braising all these vegetables and then throwing the sauce away. And instead of throwing the sauce away, she mixed it, dried it, and created sauce slices. (laughs) It sounds Hmm. disgusting, but here's where... It would work as if you're grilling. If yeah. you're making a burger and you just want the little bit of the barbecue sauce and you put a slice on it and you allow it to yeah. melt and, and get in and, it and, yeah. and get in the burger. It might be kind of brilliant. We laugh at it now, but I wonder. It's just the the mental idea. Yeah, it, it, and, a lot, and so many times with foods, it's just it's the idea of the food yeah. that's nauseating, not the food itself. Nobody has ever looked at ketchup or mustard and said, Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Damn, I wish I could slice you. <laughs> no. You know? No, of course not. No. But it and was an accident that she found, discovered this. So well, I'm, I don't know. Ketchup and mustard can be gross anyways, especially when it's watery at the end. And then it just kind of, yeah, not. squirts out everywhere. Yeah. All right. Now, is this a do or a don't? A woman holds a funeral for her youth on her 30th birthday. Oh, come, oh, come, on. Oh, come on, please. 30 years old. Knock it off. Yeah, she's mourning the loss of being young. Oh, stop. Oh, stop it. Go away. Go away. Boo, boo, go home. Why did she just... Okay, so why did she decide that well, 30 years old was when she became an old crone? I don't know, because, God, the whole time you're in your teens, you wish you were older, and then, what, you're going to get to be 30 and say, oh, I wish I was I feel like you're just getting Break. started when yeah. you're in your 30s. Anyway, she said, um, it was, it, it was, I, I'm acknowledging that I'm old now. Oh, and- <laughs> Stop it. No, that's a don't. No, that's yes. And Bray, you can, you don't have to be old. You're a grown ass woman. You can be a grown ass woman and play Ninja Turtle video games. Trust, okay? There you Own go. It. There you go. <laughs> Kenny, you heard it here first. You know it. I know it. I believe it. Yeah. And when we come back, oh, get ready for if you didn't see this interview last night, we've just got a little recap for you. We'll see how you feel. All right, let's do your traffic thing here. This one's sponsored by Crystal Farms Cheese and the Strip all stacked up. Eastbound 494 running. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Well, of course, it's National Puppy Day online today. People are celebrating that. Also trending, the hashtag being an adult in four words. You can fill in the blank yourself. Also, hashtag Friday feeling it is Friday. And I think most of the snow is missing the Twin Cities, at least, so we can celebrate that today. Also, flashback Friday is trending. And also trending today, Hunter Boots and Target, their collaboration. The lookbook is out. It looks adorable. Most things, I think, are going to be under $80. So you're going to want to check that out. As soon as it has its released uh, later this spring. Also, new movies trending at the box office this weekend. Pacific Rim Uprising featuring Laurie's boyfriend, Scott Eastwood. Unfortunately, it's getting one star and it's not really that good. But go check it out if you want. All right, that's what's trending here at My Talk. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. Peter James said uh, that Sean Mendez's other song came out last night and it's really, really good. We played the whatever it was, Feels. I feel my blood. That, that song is called. I don't know. I but, but we liked it. And I we think the other, it. I know that the other song is called Lost in Japan. Yes. That's the name of the second single from Sean Mendez. All right. There you go. So, by the way, um, I can't even believe it. this is sneaking up on us, people. But you can register to be on our Race for the Cure team. That happens every year at Mother's Day. It's back at Southdale again this year. And you can get, you can be on our team. It's $26 for adults, 13 for kids if you sign up by March 31st. And oh, again, great. 
So anyway, and you can sign, go right on the website, MyTech1071. It's right at the top, the Race for the Cure. It we, is that time of year again. It is, and we always have away. a couple hundred people. And um, But if, because they, they do want you, like, if to have your own, indiv- it's a lot of work to have your own individual team. It's easier to do it Hook this way. Hook up with a big team like ours. I did ours. this once, and I ended up having to pay so much money oh, for you, all these you people. You were an individual, t- or you started your own yeah, team, team as Lori. you, Team Lori <laughs> And Bernier. then you had to get so many people, and they all had to pay that, and I ended up having to write a check at the thing for like $600 because oh! people didn't give me their money. Or Yeah, so this is a really great organized way yeah. to participate in the Race for the Cure. Without, the, Without having the, to be yes. your own team. Yes, yeah. yes. Come with us. Be all Team right. talk. Walk with us. Okay, so last night... Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't even hear about this happening. I mean, we had heard about that Stormy Daniels for the last couple of weeks, the porn star that's, you know, suing President Trump because he didn't sign the NDA that, she, you know. There's been lots of back and forth and Stormy Daniels' name has been in the news. In, in, in the news. If you've been paying attention, yeah. Yeah, so all of a sudden, uh, last night on CNN, this uh, woman named Karen McDougal, and I'm just trying to figure out, why did that woman's name sound so familiar? And Ronan Farrow, when he was doing uh, a flurry of stories for The New Yorker, um, first about Harvey Weinstein, he had done a story for The New Yorker, uh, and he'd interviewed Karen McDougal about, and specifically what Ronan Farrow was looking at was about Donald Trump's connection with the National Enquirer which is similar to the connection that Harvey Weinstein had with the New York Daily News and yeah. a couple other places, and about how the Inquirer and the guy who owns Inquirer, American Media Inc., you can't make it up, his name is David Pecker, for real, he <laughs> would spend money on exclusive rights to damaging stories for different people, not just uh, Trump, and then simply not print the stories. The practice is called catch and kill. Right. Yes, yes, we yes remember I remember that, that article from the New Yorker. And that's basically what the National Enquirer has done with uh, Karen McDougal. So I don't know if this is why she told her story exclusively to Anderson Cooper, but it's all about her consensual affair that she had with Donald Trump a few years ago when Melania had, you know, maybe her son was like two or something. I don't know what age, but we'll let's take a listen. From the centerfold to center stage, a former Playboy playmate for the first time talking in depth on camera about her alleged affair with Donald Trump. Were you attracted to him? I was attracted to him, yeah. So the, the sex was consensual? It just was to be consensual, clear. yes. That's Karen McDougal describing what she says was a 10-month sexual relationship with Donald Trump. She says it started in 2006, in the months after his son Barron's birth. What everyone sees on TV, I didn't see in that man. He's very, he can be very charming in person. He's very charming. McDougal telling CNN she traveled to Bedminster and Trump Tower to see Donald Trump, sharing journal entries from that time, she says, some marked with the initials DT and photos of her with the president and his family. If Melania Trump is watching this, what would you want her to know? Mm, it's a tough one. Um, or say to her? Yeah, what can you say except, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, I wouldn't want it done to me. I'm sorry. McDougal, who says she's a Republican and voted for the president, is now suing American Media. That's the company that owns the National Enquirer, which bought the rights to her story in 2016. 
She says they silenced her, what's known as a catch and kill, so she wouldn't hurt then-candidate Trump's campaign. At the time, his spokesperson, Hope Hicks, called the allegations of an affair totally untrue. I think somebody's lying, and I can tell you it's not me. The White House more recently called McDougal's claim an old story that is just more fake news. In a statement, AMI says it is untrue that they've tried to silence McDougal, adding, Karen has been free, has spoken freely, and remains free to speak regarding her story. She's not the only woman alleging an affair and a campaign cover-up. Porn star Stormy Daniels is also suing, arguing a non-disclosure agreement she signed is not valid. With questions now about whether the $130,000 she was paid by the president's longtime lawyer just before the election violated campaign finance laws. The White House has denied allegations of that affair. Daniels has played coy so far, but that will change Sunday when she's set to appear on 60 Minutes, tweeting now she was not paid a dime for the interview. Her lawyer told Savannah earlier this month. Is she looking to sell her story? No, she's looking to disclose the truth about what happened. And on ABC, Sonny Hostin, they got a copy of her agreement with AMI. Uh, I don't really know why she's did the interview. You know, I mean, it's... Oh, why Karen sat down with Anderson Cooper to do the interview. Yeah, I mean, I was ready to put on my tinfoil hat and say, oh my gosh, is someone paying her to do this, to take distraction away from Stormy Daniels or the fact that H.R. McFaster, McMaster was fired, you know? You can put on your tinfoil hat uh, and, and zoom at many reasons. But she did say that AMI had come after her, after the Ronan Farrow story, warning her not to speak about it. And Sonny Hostin said that this agreement that she made with AMI specifically never to talk about this thing with Donald Trump, that she could never, t- she couldn't talk about it if she was in, uh, in Mars, in perpetuity, mm. anywhere on the planet. And it was just so, she said it's so crazy. And so then she was explaining, um, or maybe this was on the Today Show where the legal expert was complaining or explaining that if it's true that the National Enquirer's parent company bought her story to kill it in the summer of 2016 in an effort to help Trump, because, of course, this was pre-election, then it is a direct campaign finance violations. And corporations can't donate in this sort of backdoor channel to Mm -hmm. a candidate to squish stories. So... Um, but it came across, I mean, I'm watching this, that she loved him and uh, that they had a one-day overlap, she and Stormy Daniels and Lake Tahoe, and she had photos of her with Donald and all of his kids and that she'd been to Trump Tower when Melania was at Mar-a-Lago. And I, I mean, it was just... It was just jaw-dropping, so very me, believable so with the me, most yeah. beautiful eyes. Sure. So what you're saying from watching Karen McDougal is you're thinking that she had an, an emotional affair just as much as a physical one with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, she was and she said, I'm a Republican. I voted for him. I've gone back to the Lord. And because Anderson was trying to figure out well, why. And she she just says, I want to not. I want this to be part of my story. This mm-hmm. has happened to my life. This was an important love affair that took place undercover at night at the Beverly Hills Hotel in the bungalows.
So again, so, the same stories kind of repeat themselves, yeah, and then yeah. Mm. So why is American media saying we never uh, tried well, to clamp down? Well, on they're her. going to deny it, but everyone has copies. Anderson Cooper had copies of the contract. Ronan Farrow. I mean, all these reported media. They and I just laugh and laugh that American Media Inc. is actually owned and CEO'd by a guy by the name of David uh, Pecker. It's an odd. That one you cannot yeah. make up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but and she whole, says she didn't get paid any money for this interview. So I just, and that, I just don't understand why now, what's the purpose? Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be as easy as these stories are getting traction in the media and I need to clear my conscience and I want this again to be a part of my narrative. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know, but that's the one thing that the legal people kept saying was that if there is a pattern of a bunch of people, a bunch of women getting paid money so that these stories and what they say to you and Harvey Weinstein did this, basically it's they pay you for your story, mm-hmm. pay you for pictures, whatever, right. yeah. and then they never run never, the story. Well, right. Shit, yeah. And she had a deal. She thought her the reason why she signed this big long list, which she told uh, Anderson, she thought she was going to be doing these, um, like exercise and lifestyle columns in the National Enquirer. Right. Well, and also the National Enquirer, American Media owns Muscle and Fitness hers. And yes. so she thought that by doing this, then they would work with her in these in this fitness capacity. She's a fitness model and, and lifestyle expert. Or they're like, yeah. hey, you know, you can cover something for OK Magazine. And this it never happened. Never happened. So it's it's fascinating the the mechanisms behind the scenes of celebrity like that's what I find fascinating about all these stories yeah, that are coming it's, out. Yeah, it's and it's incredible. So anyway, that's that that was the Karen McDougal story, kind of jaw dropping. Um, and then of course, sixty minutes on Sunday on Sunday night, and there Stormy's alluding she's got a DVD. Yes, her attorney published a photograph of a CD. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mike she tweeted Avenatti. that out. Yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. Mike yeah. Avenatti, who, I'm sorry, he's yeah. like straight out of central casting. That guy is hot. hot. <laughs> and who is he? Her lawyer? Yes. Oh. And he is just uh, really like, I just could watch him all day. So there's going to be intrigue happening this weekend. There is. There is. All right, listen, when we come back, we've got a lot to Hollywood speak, including somebody losing their $2 million engagement ring and then the ironic luck of where she found it. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, uh, we had a, a, a hysterical heiress last <gasps> night. Uh, that's right. Uh, at uh, this RC Cola plant, uh, where they made it into kind of a British DJ above and beyond party, and uh, Paris Hilton was in the VIP area, waving her hands up in the air. Doing the dance. Yes. And guess what happened? Her $2 million ring went flying off her finger. Paris. Security started a search of the VIP area with torches. There people were scrambling. People were crawling. People were probably looking for that thing. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay. Oh, I don't know where it. your ring went, <laughs> yeah, Paris. I'll, you I'll, I'll sure it. help no, you look for no, it. Paris Hilton has some pretty amazing luck because they found the ring in an ice bucket two tables down. And how you would even see a, the ring in with ice. But isn't that perfect? A jewel in an ice, ice bucket. bucket. Two see? tables. I mean, Jewels, a diamond. Ice. A diamond. In an ice bucket. Wearing a $2 million ring makes me panic. 
Oh. Like just the idea of wearing a single piece of jewelry, jewelry that's out worth- at a club at an old RC Cola factory. Yeah. Uh, it's gigantic it's and it's pear shaped. And she bought it herself yes, and then did. she gave it to her fiance to propose yeah. to her with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently Paris uh, has always loved her mother's pear-shaped diamond. They really are beautiful when you see a pear-shaped Oh, her ring, her ring is stunning. Yeah. It is beyond stunning, but please leave the ring at home next time you decide to go to a rave so in an the, old soda factory. Yeah, there you go. Okay, oh. you got to take a look at this. So you know who Elizabeth Olsen is. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, sister of Mary Kate and yeah, Ashley Olsen. Yeah. Yes, very good Maybe actress. She well, she's got her you know um, big movie money. She's in Avengers: Infinity War, and I'm not sure which character she's playing. She plays oh Scarlet Witch. Yes, Scarlet Witch. So Donnie posted this, and it's uh, on the cover of a magazine called Empire. It's a British film magazine. Yeah, British okay. movie magazine. Yeah, it's very good actually. The magazine. But- I wouldn't weird. know who that actress was <laughs> oh. if you gave me a hundred days to guess, but no. it sure as hell doesn't look like Elizabeth Olsen. They nope. photoshopped everyone. Well, look at Benedict Cumberbatch's face as Doctor Strange on the cover of this. You wouldn't even be able to tell that was him. You have an idea that it's well, him. but no, I mean, I knew right away that's Benedict Cumberbatch, though. I think that they photoshopped the crap out of his face just as much oh, as they yeah. photoshopped the crap out of hers. They... Yeah, but she's unrecognizable. She is unrecognizable. She looks like this actress that we used to see in the um, early 80s who used to be on television uh, movies of the week and after school specials. And I mean, she just, that doesn't look like her at all. So I don't know why they do that. Why they Photoshop everyone to high heaven. Yeah, Yeah, it must have been. I bet that that photograph is a composite of many different photographs. Yeah, and she asked on Instagram... Does this look like me? So she knows it doesn't. It doesn't and the look resu- like her. The response back to her was a thousand percent no. Who is yeah, that? I think everyone, there's a bunch of different covers for the Avengers on Empire Magazine, and they all are just composite photographs of all these people. Okay, this is a lesson, Elizabeth. Yes. Get photo approval. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Okay. Get photo approval. Okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she did a taped bit with Stephen Colbert a couple nights ago where they exercised together. It was, she's 85 years old. And, and her um, scrunchy game is on point. She Yeah, and she is uh, fighting the good fight on the Supreme Court, even though um, one of her closest friends, even though they were ideologically so opposite, was Scalia. Yes. They were BFFs. They were buddies. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So what gets her through the day? Scrunchies. International scrunchie yeah. shopping. She's opening up about her pension from about uh, her pension for hair scrunchies. Um, aside from the signature black robe and lace doilies, uh, Justice Ginberg has made the scrunchie a staple in her wardrobe throughout her 24-year tenure as she continues to battle against gender discrimination and for women's rights. She told the Wall Street Journal also that uh, scrunchie, she's been wearing them for, for years. My best ones come from Zurich. Next best, London. Third best Rome. Who knew Who that knew? there were scrunchy hotspots around the world? Yeah. We've been missing out. I thought the cr- scrunchy hotspot was Claire's in the mall. No, <laughs> no, those are not good scrunchies. Oh, they they are. Or at Target. Yeah, oh. she said, my scrunchy collection is not as large as my collar and glove collections, but the scrunchies are catching up. So I love that. And I she did that. exercise uh, with um, Stephen Colbert, and he wanted to know, what she knew about the notorious B.I.G., because they call her the oh, notorious the RBG. RBG. And she said, well, I know we were both born and bred in Brooklyn. That's true. Oh. That's I'm true. she knew that much. <laughs> She's with it, Donnie. She's she is cool. so uh, yeah, with it. Good. She is so with it. I love it. Okay. Uh, Sean Penn is not in love with movies anymore. Oh, sad. I and those of us who were that. subjected to The Last Face, the movie he directed with Charlize Theron, Did are not in love Did you watch that movie? Back. No, because no. we scared everybody away from that movie. It was yeah. so bad, I guess. Yeah, it looks yeah, awful. It did. It awful. He's on a media tour for his book, you know, that he's done. And he's popping up this weekend. We're going to see him on CBS Sunday Morning, Donnie. I'll watch that. To promote his thinly veiled assassin book. And he says... Uh, I guess we're going to hear him say that um, he's really not into movies anymore. Okay. I think that's fair. <laughs> think the man has Whatever. been acting for almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. You get kind of tired of it sometimes. Yeah. I don't find this to, to be particularly shocking. We haven't no. even really seen no, Sean Penn really. in the movies in the past couple of years. So no. we did that really horrible turd with Charlize Theron. Yeah. And then yeah. I feel like good after... movie, Sean Penn. After that relationship, totally imploded yeah that's he's true. been laying low well obviously writing a book about a assassin with a mallet yeah he also, <laughs> he also said you know i know some people are going to get this book and some people are not going to get it and i think some people enjoy it and others will loathe it so he's covered your bases wow i mean some people aren't going to like it some people are going to like it wow uh vincent gallo is still alive and has penned a long-winded essay about roger ebert because apparently he is it's, still bitter about that lori it is the 15 year anniversary since brown bunny uh came out a movie that roger ebert just famously (laughs) he famously pan pan, i think that the sounded terrible oh yeah roger ebert's review i'm paraphrasing here was that like one like you will always be the director of the brown bunny like yeah. you can't escape it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I may not be on this planet one day, but you will always be the director of, of the, the Brown, Brown Bunny. Bunny. It's such well, a there are some movie. like some weird sex scenes in oh. that movie. Chloe Sevigny. Yeah, Chloe Sevigny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did anybody see it? But we just oh. all heard about it and we talked about it. And I've seen somebody... a couple of scenes. <laughs> you have, Johnny. So you saw the whole thing. No, well. Yep. You know, all the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, well, were they very good? I'm kind oh, of scared. Oh, just, wow, anyway, like, oh. he wrote this whole thing, me, wandering, meandering diatribe about, you know, just how much that 
hurt his feelings. Oh, basically. that one single critic, Roger Ebert, had that much power to ruin the reputation of that movie. Is yeah. that what he's? Yeah, basically saying twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get over it, Vincent Gallo. Come on. Yeah, I know it. So uh, this one, um, well. I do love that Burt Reynolds did send an apology note to Hoda Kotb because his publicist told him to. <laughs> because it's I evil. never ever meant to hurt your feelings about saying that about your lips. I don't remember. I it. love your laugh. Oh I was my. I was busy taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything. Oh. oh, that's all right, Bert. All right, listen, we will be back. Bill Hader was in the clubhouse last night. He was absolutely terrible. I mean. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward. And take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.